but nagging in the back of my mind, and I kept calling, going, they don't have our emails, right? Tell me they don't have our emails. No, 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 no. Well, then they did. That was a bad moment. Um, because you know what you write in emails. This is Channel 2 Radio. I'm Adrian Spencer. I'm Nick Lekis. I'm alive. I'm consciousness. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, jo- I'm Joe Washak. I'm, I'm not chappy, though. So, gentlemen, long hiatus, couple months, but we're back. Back in action. Yeah. Back in action. Speaking of back in action, our good friend Neil Blomkamp is making movies again. God bless him. You guys saw Chappie <laughs> recently, right? Wow, so we're getting into this right in. real right in. quick. Right in. For those of you who haven't been around either of us lately, we have constantly been there texting arguments about oh, Neil Blockamp being involved with the next Alien pretty, movie. Pretty heated, I would say. Heated arguments. Yeah, so for those listeners who don't know, Neil Blomkamp. You're on the carpet tonight promoting Chappie, but tomorrow do you jump straight into Aliens? Uh... Very close to tomorrow, yeah. Probably, probably like next week. Yeah. yeah. You must be excited about that. I am. I'm really excited. Yeah. And is Sigourney Weaver gonna join the cast? Yeah, she'll she'll be she'll be in the cast. I mean, she is you know she is the Alien uh, franchise to yeah. me. So yeah. Director of District Nine, and then Writer Elysium. Director. Writer director. Well, co-writer. So I don't really feel comfortable giving him the writer director title. Chappie was also co-written. You okay. know what I mean? So fuck him, really. All right. Uh, uh, co-writer. Soul director, District Nine, uh, right? Soul writer, soul director, Elysium, and then co-writer, soul director of Chappie, which just came out this weekend. And you guys both saw it, right? We did. Yeah, I saw it last right. night. So we'll get to that in a second. the The news with Neil Blomkamp is that he is uh, has pitched and he's going to be directing Alien Five. Game over, man. It's game over. What the fuck are we going to do now? All right. So, so the series Wait, in what? Alien so yeah. far is Alien, Aliens. Uh, Alien 3 with it's Alien Cubed actually that's the way that it's obnoxious David Fincher and then being Alien clever. Resurrection and then the two Alien vs. Predator movies AVP and those AVP those don't really R. count in the Alien and of universe course, Prometheus though. I agree and then what Neil Blomkamp has said is that he's going to go back to the Ripley story uh, and sort of disregard the continuity in Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection no he's but not he actually came out and said that that's not the case he so act- he's just going to be more in the vein of Alien and Aliens but not take away, you know, the, anything that happened. He said that he's he's not discrediting three and four, so they could still happen or exist. Whether right. three is a retcon with a dream sequence or Delphi. something in this new Aliens movie, well, the problem is that Ripley in Alien Three is going to be young faced Sigourney Weaver, where Sigourney Weaver in this new movie is going to be an older, haggard, slightly overweight. It's because it's okay, it's okay, it's because she's like fifty something, so it's all right. But that's just the fact. Right. So they have to fix the fact that she's young in Alien Three through like a dream sequence or, you know, right. like, like a hibernation. So let me we'll read get... you his quote. He says, "quote My favorite are the first two movies, so I want to make a film that's connected to Alien and Aliens. That's my goal. I'm not trying to undo Alien Three or Alien Resurrection. I just want it to be connected to Alien One and Two. So what that sounds like to me is a filmmaker that once he says like I'm going to make a sequel to Aliens." 
and disregard Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection, and everybody kind of throws their arms up in the air and says, whoa, what are you doing, Chief? He says, well, I'm not trying to undo it. Like, he's trying to say that, like, your movie still exists. If you like Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection, it's still cool. I'm not going to undo those movies. Like, how could he undo those movies? Like, storm in everybody's house who owns a copy and shoot them in the head in the middle of the night and steal their DVD? Well, that's not even what he means by undo. That's, means, I think that's what he means he by means undo. He means undo by making something happen in a timeline before Alien 3, which would ultimately undo the events. A studio isn't getting this project off the ground and finding a director to fit with what the studio wants. This movie is born out of him being such a fanboy that on set with Chappie, him just going to town, bouncing ideas off of Sigourney Weaver, and then getting her to be like, oh shit, that sounds legit. Entertainment tonight. Um, we start chatting about it like the first day. Oh, of so this Chappie. came during Chappie? Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with it, but obviously it couldn't be in better hands than with Mr. Bloomcamp. So when editing, when he's like fucking around and drawing stuff up and, you know, killing time while he's like, you know, locked in this editing house for 12 hours, mm -hmm. 14 hours a day, making alien shit, the response by the internet was just so unoverwhelmingly awesomely good that the studios at hand had no well they had to give it to them well it's more of an organic thing to happen than we want to make another alien right. movie we're going to stuff this director in this role it's kind of like opposite edgar wright it's like how edgar wright had ant-man but they ultimately i actually lost think you're it. making a good point which is it's not like it's, what happened with alien 3 and alien resurrection where they just said we're making this movie no yeah, matter what let's and find a writer and director to, resurrection to reeked of that shit yeah like, I trying agree. to have more I kinds agree. of aliens to have more toys so let me and ask trying you this. to have more stuff like that where this is pure aliens boner so you're gonna have like is... an auteur come into it and say i'm really psyched to make an alien movie this is what i want to do and the studio is going to give them money and we're going to have a good movie come up sort of like what happened with cameron which is cameron said i've got an idea for an alien sequel here it is and they said that's great here's some money to do it i think a part of the problem with what you just said is that you're using the word auteur like block camp is some kind of great film I, I don't want to, I think not, he thinks he is. I don't think he thinks he is. He's even know, he's even so? he yeah. came out and said, "Yeah, Elysium was kind of garbage for this many reasons." And That's the only he, way he to said, regain credibility because no, that movie sucked donkey balls. Yeah, but I mean, there's still core elements of the. We all agree that the problem. Hold up! With hold the up! Hold Elysium up! Elysium. The, the problem with Elysium is that Matt Damon was playing a Hispanic man. <laughs> That's racist. That's true. That's not the main problem. I'll, I'll say that. Well, the first point is that the fact that this is a project born out of his boner a for the alien. Project. Exactly. Yeah. It's one of those things like with Joss Whedon and Ultron, when he was saying like how we don't know anything about the third act, he was saying how he was just writing this and he went crazy with it and nobody sure. at the studio said no. Right. So 
that's a, like his boner for Marvel getting crazy with it and nobody's saying no. He's coming into this alien project with the biggest boner for the subject material. So let me throw this at you and I, I kind of feel like I know what you're going to respond with. But Ridley Scott makes an alien movie. Then James Cameron makes an alien movie. And both of those guys have visions for their own movie and they make their own movie. Yeah, well, Aliens is like awesome. Alien. Let, let, hold on, hold on. Right, fine, fine, fine. And then Neil Blomkamp comes in and he's like, I'm going to make an alien movie too. And yes, it's a passion project. And yes, he's put some thought into this that's not purely commercial. But is he really like on the same level of those two filmmakers that made those two classic movies? And for and I'll say this, for all of the issues that I've got with Aliens and their myriad, I would say that Aliens is for... For the most part, a classic movie. It's a it's a sweet little number. It's a classic '80s horror movie. It's got some sci-fi stuff in it, and it's good. But it's not a pimple on the ass of Alien, and that's what I'm afraid of. Is that Neil Blomkamp's coming in and saying, "I'm going to make something that represents Alien," and then I see this production artwork, and it's all fucking based on aliens. It's got an alien queen, which isn't in the first Alien at all, and it's completely anathema it's, to any of the production design. Your problem is alien. that you are the alien purist who wants the one indestructible beast. And it's a survival horror where I, on the other hand, I want to see fucking bullets in this guy's hand that are some props master took probably a day to build each one of these bullets that all have different properties to these crazy, huge, motherfucking <laughs> awesome guns that literally like lightning mow down hallways and melt people's faces. So you'd be happy with like just two hours of a bunch of Marines just mowing down like hundreds of aliens. I mean, there still has to be some kind of motivation story. So, so it, that's, it, my yes, and, that's my problem. That's my problem. That's, and the, that's, that's the, the point where Neil ultimately, Blomkamp has fallen on his face every movie And here's made. why you are missing out by not seeing Chappie, because it's one of those things that now that we have three movies of, of his, we have a better, grander cross-section to take him as a filmmaker he brings with him in every one of his movies a handful of essential themes and one of them which is why you get it confused with socal he's a mexican is this south african just ghetto uh, that's in district nine and it's in chappie and it's him being from south africa like growing up so that south african thing has been a big theme in all of the stuff he's done what I'm saying about aliens is this is not a project that it's a studio going, okay, Neil, make us something awesome. This is him working within the confines of the alien universe where he can use alien things and it's not copyright infringement. He can use a power loader because, you know, the moose in Chappie looks a hell of a lot like the, the Ed from RoboCop. And there's some parts where you see it move around where it's like, yeah, you know, because they, they had a life-size model toy or whatever in their office. He's like Instagrammed it a couple of times mm -hmm. while they were making Chappie. You know, I mean, that shit's great. That's the kind of care. I would rather see him make an Aliens movie or an Alien sequel or even Prometheus because this is a guy who grew up watching awesome shit. His design, because your issue with him is that he's a one trick pony and everything is rehashed bullshit from District 9. Well, there's a lot of awesome Japanese anime Metal Gear Solid design going on with all that stuff. Sure. Ridley Scott, James Cameron, they have no idea what that shit is. They invented the stuff that Neil Blomkamp's been ripping off over the last they three movies. They didn't invent Japanese anime, dude. No, but you they... think they had it something to do with Neon Genesis? Because that's a lot of that influence in, in the Metal Gear Solid art 
There's a lot of that influence in that sure. Japanese art. There's a lot of that influence in District but 9's I'm saying, alien I'm stuff. I'm saying if you're saying that Neil Blomkamp, being it's a director that is sort of derivatively sort of uh, distilled all the aesthetic of the Japanese anime and the sci-fi well, movies from his... the 70s and the 80s and the 90s and sort of created something new. If you're trying to tell me that that synthesis uh, has evolved into sort of a higher level art form than what Ridley Scott and James Cameron did before, then you're crazy. It's not that it's a higher level art form. It's just that those older dudes don't have the scope of awesome that we do. And that's just the bottom line. Swish, I'm fine. I'm so awesome. Oh, bitch, keep calling. Hello? She think I'm awesome. Jackboys wanna rob me. I'm so awesome. I'm here like a boss. Awesome. You're saying there. it's a young man's game. I think it's more the people that have grown up with more of that kind of thing. And yes, it's literally growing up with James Cameron. Sure. I mean, Terminator 2, back in the day, you know, fucking awesome. Aliens, yeah, great. Nothing against Cameron then, but Cameron and Ridley now, they're a bunch of old dudes that are disconnected with what I want to see. What I want to see is a bullet budget. I want to see a homie holding bullets a jupiter ascending its biggest problem was everything was cg they're <laughs> flying around everywhere he's ice skating in the middle of the air and then you see these giant spaceships coming through the the ring planet ring rocks like it's ocean and you have no scale of anything and it's just hot cg everywhere Elysium, dude was holding the bullets man there's like what tangible the guns so it's the what? it's awesome it's fucking bullets. Hold. He's hold they they took the time to make these crazy future bullets. Holding bullets. That's that hey, for me, that's what it takes. Jesus. You know, that shit gives depth to what's awesome. What's awesome are these giant fucking guns. They shooting. Oh, I made you look. The bullet budget on Chappie was like zero, and that movie was better than Elysium, man's down. <sighs> so you've seen Chappie, I haven't. Where do you think the arc of his career has gone to See, get to with, this point like, chappie was enjoyable but it never got too robocopy with it being just bloody gory action it never got too cerebral with like oh he finally tapped into pretty the internet and like knows everything yeah i kept it pretty superficial which made it like an enjoyable easy light watch but and there's definitely plot holes in it but it's like you know i sat there and i had a good time i mean it feels like the last couple of movies he, he has like five really good ideas or scenes in his mind and creates a script around it listen it helps if you come in uh, a fan of die antwoord they were great i love oh, the thing was a giant music video for no them. it's so awesome Chappie, if you want to be in the gang you have to be cool like daddy Look at Daddy Wolf. Look how cool he is. You need to keep a gangster. You need to keep a gangster. Yeah. You be cool. Don't laugh. I'm being cool. Oh, cool. Even when you put a gun, you have to be cool like this. Boom. And you try. No, I can't shoot people. What? Them interacting with Chappie, the whole movie made made the movie. Yeah, it was great. Going back to the Die Antwood people, like, who are those people? They're, like, the well, they're like two, the main like, characters, rapper, essentially. They're yeah, Mama and Papa. I, mean, I have... They're yeah. two rappers? Well, in real life, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're two from uh, South African, uh, South Africa. They're they're rapper kind of gangsters. Like, I don't know. So he got I've the seen... South African J and Bay in this shit. Yeah, I don't yeah, know how yeah. that worked See, out. See, you kind of not being familiar with them automatically puts you at a disadvantage. Totally. Like going when you into the see movie. them roll up, and like, the dude has the a tone. yellow assault rifle, yeah, and she has a pink machine gun. 
that's like you know, and he's wearing a shirt with his own face on it. Like and you have to get shorts. Yeah, in boxer shorts. He's in boxer shorts the entire movie. It's really? Awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got a pair of Dark Side of the Moon boxer shorts. That's in one of his music videos. But too. like one of my favorite. Straight, they're straight rocking what they wear. Wrapping this up, give yeah. give me a ten out of ten uh, or an out of ten number numerical score for Chappie, and then tell me what you think the numerical score for his Aliens movie will be. Okay, wait a second. I'm your producer. Yeah, I'm here's our producer. I want. I have an idea. He's killing it. No, I have a new idea for your what? rating system. You should do <laughs> how many channels you're going to give it. Are you going to give it zero channels, just channel one, or are you going to give it? Full I like two that. Channels? I like that. I like that. All right. All right. Back to it. Channel zero is it's it's garbage. Channel one is it's like, and then channel two is it's it's really really good. It's not garbage, which is ninety percent of everything, but it's not inner circle, which would make it channel two. So it's channel so one. Cha Chappie would be channel one, where I believe the aliens part two would be channel two. All right, Nick. All right. Well, then I would have to put Chappie in, in channel one, but I just want to throw out that I think District Nine is definitely channel two material. Okay. And, and aliens. Aliens, aliens will be. Two, whatever uh, you want to call it. I have a good feeling about it. Yeah, channel two. A, I think it'll be a channel two. All right, we're gonna take a break. Here's a quick word for our sponsors. We'll be back, and when we get back, it will be Nick with news. It could be the next step in evolution. I am consciousness. I am alive. I am chirpy. 